from Saigon, Long Bin, Bearcat, Danang, Kuchi, Flaku, Vikay, July, California, Phukot, Van Rang, USA, Cameron Bay in Vietnam, Canada, from Guam, Mexico, Wake Island, and Clark Field in the Philippines, the United Kingdom, from Dwight the USS e. Ranger and the USS Coral Sea on Yankee Station in the Gulf of Tonkin, and from Korat, Budorn, Tak Lee, from our yacht, Uban, Nakhon Phanom, and Bangkok, Thailand, the Natural Habitat Studio. Christmas special, starring Raquel Welch, Barbara McNair, Elaine Dunn, Joey Black, Madeleine Hartog Bell, Miss World, Mikey Booyah, Crosby, Earl Wilson, Les Brown and his band of renown, Pat and Nat. That's right. It's the fucking Natural Habitat USO Show. I know it said the Bob Hope USO Show, but we got him here uh, to do a set. The the late, great Bob Hope, is he dead? Yeah. Okay, so we got the late, great Bob Hope here to do a set, and he demanded that we call it the Bob Hope um, Christmas special. Even though it's not Christmas, it's Memorial Day. But, you know, he kind of lost it a little bit. That's all right. Um, well, it's the thought that counts. That's right. Welcome, uh, welcome, all you soldiers and veterans out here at our USO show. Um, you are currently viewing the Natural Habitat podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is Bob Nope. And um, today is today is a special day. All right, we're here to uh, to pay tribute to our friends and family that have uh, served in the military. That are currently serving in the military. Some uh, have uh, passed in the line of duty, and you know everybody knows somebody is close to someone has a family member that served for our country. And you know it's a crazy thing when you think about it. And it's a uh, it's a very commendable act. And you know we owe we we literally owe the right that we have to sit here and say whatever we want on this podcast to people that are out there fighting for our freedoms. You know what I mean? So yep. it's crazy when you think about it. So uh, we decided yeah. that we would spend a day sending out some love. Today was supposed to be a Saturday matinee, but um, we could do that anytime. Yeah. Movies are constantly coming out. There's a, there's a whole shitload of movies. And when they die, it's not uh, it's not for freedom of America. It's just because it's bad. It's just a bad movie. Yeah. So, yeah, we could do that any Saturday. So today we decided to uh, to spread some love and hold our very own USO show. This is a tradition that's been going on for uh, I'm gonna say close to 100 years. Probably something like that. I want to say like, it's like somewhere in the 70s or 80s, 80 years. Yeah. Let's look it up. Yeah, let's find out. All right, so 1941 is when it all started, February 4th. And um, that's, uh, I, I don't know what the what the math is on that. I'm going to say 75 years, just because that's what I read over here. But uh, yeah, that makes sense, right? 
41 yeah. to 2016? Yeah. 75 years. 75 years in February. So That's crazy. So we decided to uh, to keep on with the tradition and, you know, hold our own USO show for the soldiers out there and the way that uh the the way that the world is with technology right now um we luckily do not have to go to dang nong or any place like that we yeah, we could just do I mean, it we do it from our studio we would we tried to and nobody returned our phone calls <laughs> or wanted to uh one us day to be a part one of day it. we'll get to travel to vietnam and we won't be dicks like top gear we'll get to actually like go chill yeah that's right we're not going to be Dicks like Top Gear. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to stand behind Joey because that's like his favorite show. And I think that he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I thought this was appropriate for us today. I thought this was going to be cool for us because, like Mikey said, we all do know somebody. I had a couple grandpas, a great grandpa and my grandpa both served. One was in the Navy and uh, one was in the Army. Mm -hmm. And... Um, We've all got friends. I've got friends that are currently serving or are veterans. And um, I don't know. I just thought that today is about them and about others before them. And, you know, this weekend really is supposed to be like, I know it's a, it's an excuse for everybody to party, but it does have like some type of meaning. And, you know, you should like kind of remember your uh, family members and loved ones that maybe might not be around or maybe you don't think about too much or maybe you don't spend enough time with or, or whatever, you know? So here's to them today. Cheers to all you motherfuckers. Yep, that's right. And I think it's time that we smoke because, um, yeah. cause, you know, one of the, we, we're, we're not going to get negative. Joey told me that I wasn't allowed to, but one of, one of the common side effects of, War is PTSD, and a great medicine for that is marijuana. Yeah. It, cannabis it, cannabis shows to have a great effect. So we're going to go ahead and smoke for everybody out there for uh, this Memorial Day, which originally was called Decoration Day. Did you know that? No, and it was, uh, it was based off um, people would go and decorate the graves of their fallen comrades that they were in battle with. Which is cool too, and you would uh, you wouldn't have to miss a day of work to like show some love for your for your homies. So that's dope that uh, it was Decoration Day, and then I think it turned to Memorial Day, so that it would uh, kind of be more <clears throat> more uh, more widely taken in by everyone because not everybody has a fallen someone that's close to them that died in war that they can go decorate their grave. You know what I mean? Like I have friends that serve that are still alive thankfully and you know i'm not gonna go put flowers on their lap for decoration day <laughs> you know what i mean that would just be strange yeah so uh so yeah let's smoke with everybody and we have um sam's navy band you said that was it your grandpa or your great grandpa that was in a navy band uh, my great grandpa was in the like the big bands back when he was in the navy and it was like around the same time as this like in the 40s and 50s and shit so that's dope. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he played like multiple instruments. He was a real G. He was like, he was a G his whole life. You know what I mean? Like after the military, he was super successful in business. He started his own businesses, and and um, he just lived a great life. You know, and he he was like, 
he taught me a lot growing up subliminally that I didn't realize until later on. And especially now I notice it more than any other time. So it's like a, yeah. a perfect time to remember him. And, and um, here's to him and everybody else's great grandparents if they had time to spend with them because this is from that era. Um, this music is exactly from that time frame. So it's a definite shout out. Yep. 1945, Sam Donahue's U.S. Navy Band. I, think that, I don't know if that's the official name. I might have said it weird. Uh, everybody out there, heat up your nails, flick your bicks, snap your pics, and hashtag them NHP Smoke Sesh. some uh that was some hard swinging jazz music <laughs> that's definitely what that was i was swinging that bong and hitting it like an old timey saxophone <laughs> Ooh, you seen it did you feel like uh you feel like bill clinton <laughs> no fuck him yeah. what was his nickname slick willie that was it slick willie i found hey. out uh I, I found out that bill clinton when he was in college he used to uh it used to be a thing where guys would hang out outside of the library to walk girls back to their dorm or whatever when they got done studying. And uh, he would be there every day. Every night he would be there with his saxophone just waiting for girls to come out. And he's like, hey, can I walk you home, sweetheart? And he walks <laughs> them home and always just probably banged them all. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was uh, John Mulaney. He's a comedian and his grandma went to college with Bill Clinton, so... Or his mom did. So he got a bunch of stories. <coughs> yeah, that music, dude. That's I grew up on that shit. Yeah. That that big band music, a lot of that shit. Um, I spent a lot of time with my great grandparents when I was growing up. They were like they were like um in my life like people's um regular grandparents would be, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh I spent time with my grandparents too, but my great grandparents is who I spent the most time with and that's where I like really picked up on all that stuff. I used to see uh, my grandpa would have his like uniforms and everything, and he I'd see like all his medals and stuff or whatever, you know, just from whatever service time. I don't know what he got or for what, but like I would see like he had um, stuff framed, like maps and things like 
plaques and things awarded to him for his like service and like how long he was in the navy or whatever and like the shit was fucking cool dude like king neptune shit everywhere he had like a lot of sailor stuff um he had like a crazy crazy swagger about him you know he was always in like um slacks and like super nice button-ups and he was like always in a tie and fucking yeah always like you know what i mean always dressed all the way up and uh he always did it big that's dope man it's it's crazy uh how much you learn like from <clears throat> from your elders you know what i mean like your grandparents and great-grandparents i have a. I think we both learned a lot from our grandparents you know what i mean and it's cool like uh it's a different time like we think about how shit was just a hundred years ago and how crazy it was we talk about it all the time we use a hundred years and you know our grandparents grew up a hundred years ago like or our great grandparents like definitely and it's fucking uh it's insane you know what i mean i know that my grandma grew up in uh in like the teens i want to say she was born in like 1911 or something like that because she was fucking hella old she's already like almost 100 yeah and uh you know just to like fucking be a teenager in the 20s you know what i mean to be a teenager in the roaring 20s would be insane yeah and, i think he would have been close to like 100 now he would have been around like 96 or some shit yeah so yeah man it's crazy right yeah it's crazy like you know these different times and how much you could learn because it really is a different perspective and these people like you know uh there's a thing that happens in in america that doesn't happen in a lot of other countries and it's old people get shoved off to the side they get put in old homes and like shit like that and yeah, uh they get kind of like forgotten and things that they say aren't credible and these people have lived their whole entire lives and seen a lot more than you have and can teach you a lot. And, you know, in, in other countries, like older countries, you'll see old people that are out and about with everybody else down at the cafe and, you know, they're, they're dressed up and they're fucking walking with their walkers and their canes and they're out there doing it and taking care of themselves and being a functioning member of society and contributing Whereas, you know, a lot of people don't even give them the chance, it seems like, here. You know what I mean? They don't even listen to him. And, uh, you know, my girlfriend's dad was in an old folks' home. He's not that old, but he had some shit happen. He was in an old folks' home with a bunch of old people. And we would go visit him. And I would, like, sit at the table and talk with these people, right? <clears throat> old veterans. Just, like, you know, people that didn't have anybody visiting them anymore. That were kind of crazy, but not really, you know? probably yeah. about as crazy as we are we're pretty crazy yeah. and they just don't have a filter anymore because they don't give a fuck and you know i i had some like crazy conversations with these people chilling at this fucking table eating pudding with these old people and you know it's like uh you could really learn a lot from them is what i'm getting at so respect yeah, respect yeah it's like i said too it was very subliminal the things that i picked up yeah i was young when they like when i spent a lot of time with my great grandparents i was really young like all the way up until like third or fourth grade mm -hmm. you know so it was like that early on part of my life and um all the shit that i picked up was remarkable you know like the things that i, I remember are the things that i'm constantly searching for now you know stuff like nostalgic stuff and 
and it's all from from them you know like i remember um going through their stuff and seeing like they would keep little things like they would keep matchbooks from all the places that they've been or whatever yeah and um there was like this big box like full of them like hundreds of them you know and they've been to all these places and i was like damn that's crazy you know and it's smart they kept something small and simple yeah as like a reminder and then they held on to other shit like they they had some of my fucking some of my dad's toys from when he was growing up and they were around for me when i was young and then they kept on they held on to my toys my whole life and that's why i ended up having like still having uh ninja turtles and all those things yeah and, um, you know they were just really good at like keeping certain things and that like i don't know they kept some certain things were more important to them than others and it really stood out to me and yeah i remember i remember like the their interests as well you know like their yeah. type of humors their their interests in like movies and tv shows their interests in like foods and musics and fucking all the shit know, that they're I, into yeah really. i held on to all that shit i remember it all yeah and that's dope like uh you know like i was saying they they have their people they're they're people just like everybody else and uh you know it's crazy how much they've lived through and how much they've seen and fucking uh i remember that that story reminded me of this old guy i don't remember where i met him it was like we were at their house and it was like a friend of the family or something like that and these people were you know in their 60s or 70s and i remember like i was young like i was a teenager maybe like 16 and i didn't have anything in common with anybody i was with like my family i was at that age where i was just like headphones on outside smoking cigarettes you know what i mean while everybody else was like catching up and talking i wasn't really a part of everything and uh i remember like i had like a batman like batman chucks or like a batman shirt or something and this old man comes up to me and he's like hey man you like batman and i was like yeah and he was like check this out so we go back into his office and he opens up his office and i remember like it's not much different than how my studio is like he had a bunch of posters on the wall like movie yeah. posters and shit and then he had like cases on the wall that had like like glass cases and shit that had like all kinds of first issue batman toys the first batmobile ever put on the market with like the box all fucking like next to it and shit a lot of them were opened but he like had them all with everything with all the packaging and this dude like collected batman shit and he told me that he like that was his shit when he was a kid that he watched like the original 1960s yeah. like batman and fucking he fell in love with it and that he still collects batman shit to this day and then he showed me something that he was bidding on on ebay that was like something from a movie one of the props i want to say it was like one of the penguins like it wasn't his umbrella but it was like something from the penguins lair in like batman returns and i just like i realized that this dude was just a grown-up version of me you know what i mean <laughs> that this dude was a child at one point and he still is holding on to a lot of that and i think it's once crazy. you once you see that then you could open yourself up to you know learn learn things from these people yeah so yeah i don't know why it got into old people and like respecting them and respect your veterans your old yeah, veterans well, yeah we, <laughs> i don't know it's just life you know it's, if you're lucky enough to have had those experiences then you can relate you know and sadly not everybody can yeah 
even in our own generations. Yep, it's sad. You know, like my uh, little brothers didn't have the same relationship with the grandparents that I did. They had different grandparents. Yeah. So like different situations are different, you know, and, and not everybody's the same. Yeah, all these little pieces make up what you're going to turn out like as an adult, you know what I mean? And all these things that you get exposed to when you're a kid, all of this like entertainment and music and all these things, they stay with you, you know? Like I've listened to so much like old classic rock with my mom and my uncle Dan that, you know, I could still fucking jam out to this day. We did the mixtape and one of my songs was Grand Funk Railroad which is like one of my uncle dan's favorite bands and it's like not any type of music that i would listen to today but i do listen to it it just doesn't seem like it but i don't i don't really like old rock but i like pieces of it you know what i mean because i was because it's in my childhood like peter gabriel the sledgehammer song i don't know if you know that song but uh it's like sledgehammer do 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 sledgehammer that's probably bad but uh <laughs> i remember yeah. the whole the whole video was like claymation and when i was a kid when i would hear it i would like crawl out to the tv i was told and i would sit in front of the tv like in a fucking daze and just watch this claymation music video and then when it was done i would crawl away and i still dig that song to this day you know what i mean 30 years yep. old i'll still fucking rock out to that song i just don't know how to sing it <laughs> but nice. uh yeah man it's crazy and um speaking of my uncle dan my aunt tony she was in the air force for uh for a long time i want to say like close to 10 years when she was really young and uh she like fucking i want to say she flew for a while and then she was a mechanic like an airplane mechanic and that's crazy shit you know what i mean yeah and then uh, our very own Dak Killer Chris was yeah. a Marine. He was fucking in the Marine Corps and was fucking in Iraq in the heat of it when shit was crazy. And he, like, sacrificed a lot for us. You know what I mean? So shout out to him. We love you, man. Thank you. Yeah, my girl's best friend, Sienna Faith, was in uh, the Navy Yeah. also. And she served in Afghanistan also. She said that... Um, she was over there in full gear, and it was like 160 degrees outside. Damn. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine that type of like, that type of stress. On top of like, the natural stress from like worrying about fearing for your life and shit. Right. And then you're just like, God, yeah. can I fucking roll up my sleeves? And you can't like, do no. anything. You know. Nope. Like, mm -mm. Keep that flat jacket on. Yeah. It's crazy, and. uh yeah. You know, it is, it's a really big sacrifice, like, when you think about it, and uh, it's crazy, you know what I mean? And fucking, another one uh, in the Navy was my cousin Styles, and he's going to get mad at this story, but uh, what happened was, he was in the Navy, he was stationed in San Diego, he broke his arm, like, something happened, I don't remember exactly what it is, but he broke his arm, and uh, he worked a cash register on the base in San Diego, for like two years with a broken arm. He like milked it and never healed for some reason. And then right, like it was like two months before he was gonna like be done with his like two years or whatever. And fucking, uh, 
they found out that he had a felony charge when he was a kid, when he was like 15, that he didn't tell him about. So they gave him a dishonorable discharge. That's dumb. Yeah. And just fucking, so he didn't get any of his like benefits, none of his shit. <laughs> and, uh, if I remember right, he never like, he never went and like did any tours or anything like that. He just chilled on the base, played basketball and worked the cash register at like a hey, little general store. Too, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> but, but thank you, man. Thank you for your service. You did break your arm and I'm sure that was painful. He's going to be so mad if he hears that. <laughs> He's going to be like, are you fucking serious, Mikey? What the fuck, man? It's fucked up. Make me look like a bitch. And I'm like, no, I'm not. That's not what I said. I didn't say that. Did I say that? No. Okay, good. I'm just trying to cover my bases. He probably turned it off by now and is already driving to my house. <laughs> he just fucking turned it off right away. So he's not going to hear this. But I love you and thank you for uh you know you fucking at at any moment he could have been shipped out which is the thing you know what i mean he's lucky that he didn't but he was ready to at any time and you know it's uh it's that's that's a scary thought man i'm saying this in the point of view of someone that would never go in the military every every single one of them that left every single person that had been shipped out has gone through the same exact feelings and it's a motherfucking oh shit handle feeling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you're looking for something to grab onto. You know what I mean? Like I guarantee nobody goes on any type of tour without fucking having some type of fear or like some type of, you know, like kind of regret. Like, oh shit, why did I sign up for this shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. But they do it and they just go do it because, you know, it's their duty. And we're lucky to have all of them. Yeah. Someone's it sucks, it. man. It's a shitty situation, right? Like, like it's hard to be for war, but it's hard to not be. Yeah, it's hard to be for fucking. You know, like when you got when you got people just trying to do a job, and and you know people getting hurt and putting their lives on the line for for causes that may not even be their own. You know, it's kind of fucked up, but yeah. And it's like I, uh, I I'll admit that I'm a selfish person. You know what I mean? That's why I don't have kids. Yeah. Right now, it's because I like to sleep and I like to do what I want during the day. I wouldn't be able to record a podcast right now. Well, there'd be a baby in the other room covered in shit and crying. So I'd have to go do that. And, uh, you know, I, um, I think that if I did have kids, I might, like, my mind frame might be a little bit different on it. Because I could see, like, then again, it's like, why are you going to go to war when you have kids at home that you have to take care of? But they're trying to make sure that you know our country is safe and free for their kids yeah, for the their next, choice they're just doing a job yeah for doing. the next 70 years or whatever so it's scary man it's a scary job right these guys are crazy yeah everybody everybody who does it is kind of crazy yeah i think a little bit you know everybody who wants to serve and you know i i understand that like the the want to serve and patriotism and like you know what i mean and being proud and everything and i get all that but the the crazy part comes in when you actually do it you know and that's the difference between the average person and the person who goes to fight you know what i mean like and and they're a special breed for sure yeah yep but uh you know still uh you still gotta love them. Still gotta love those crazy fucks. <laughs> yeah, no, most definitely. Uh -huh. That's my point. So, um, 
we do have a treat for everybody. Uh, we have been we have been planning this USO show ever since we found out we could we could do it six years ago. So um, <laughs> so uh, you know we've been we've been putting all these pieces together. That's why the show is so great so far, just because it's been planned out, scripted, every word is written down. And um, right now we have a recording from the late great Robin Williams that he uh, he performed for our USO show the day before he passed. <laughs> no? Too soon? Is that too soon? Yeah, I don't know why I gotta take it down there. Okay. That he, okay, I'm gonna cut that out. That he recorded uh, before he passed. <laughs> How's that? That's a little bit better, right? No. That's not like, I didn't say right before, the day before. No. All, all right. right. We're gonna have to cut. Okay, hold that. on. I'm gonna cut that. It's all gone. <coughs> now we have a piece from the late great Robin Williams that he recorded while he was still alive. But I come here for you. Because I believe you're me. It's good to be in a room with Big Bear. Having just gone out of rehab, that's a good choice. Because I was violating my standards quicker than I could lower them. Hard over your hand, Joey. Is it over? I think we're supposed to salute. They were bringing the flag down, and uh, they had to. Everyone had to stop and do the traditional salute the flag while they play the song. And Robin Williams just rocked it. He fucking he stood there. He uh, he paid his respects during it, and then he joked about it at the end. What timing, too, you know? Right? Yeah, it was cool. He knew it what to cool do. To see. Yeah, it was just like a crazy lucky moment, you know? Yep. 
<laughs> he was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. It was in time. Yeah, he's like, oh. Yeah. And and it, the joke he made was funny. He was like, and I also want to know what's coming from that direction, you know, yeah. because everybody just turns around. It's like, a whole group of military people anything. look that way. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I'd have been like, oh, fuck, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Fucking time for battle. And you're that's the risk when you go do UFO shows. UFO shows. UFO shows. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a conspiracy. I knew now. it. I knew I was going to say oh, it eventually. God. God damn it. The Graves. Damn it. They're going to find out. Um, USO shows, that's the risk that you take, and that's the risk that we took doing this show. You know? Yeah. There could we're be... Not, what? We're not connected or affiliated in any shape or form. We're just trying to show respect on our own. Yeah, this is the UFO show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the NHP USO show. Mm-hmm. USFO show. And, uh, and we're just here to show our respects in a lighthearted way. So, um, if you, I mean, if you've made it 32 minutes into this podcast, I don't think that you're finding any disrespect from this, but if you right. left and if you turned it off and if you're upset now, we're sorry. We didn't mean any disrespect from it. You know what I mean? Like we said, we got friends and family that served and I think that we've been pretty damn nice about it. Yeah. Okay. So stop yeah. being a little, stop being a little bitch. Let's play, uh, let's play some of the Bob Hope. Bob Hope. All right. Let's, uh, yeah, let's let Bob Hope have his stage time, so that he can he can be happy. You know what I mean? Because while, while we uh, while we Bob smoke, Bob smoke. I knew it. And hey, uh, hey, and hey, uh, we did tell him that he was going to be able to go on within the first ten minutes. Yeah, and I don't think we did that, but I don't That's think true. he's real keen on time right now in his well, life. He's a ghost. All right, uh, Bob, Bobby, it's all you, man. Oh, they love him. They clap for Bob. Better known as Dodge City. Yes, sir. Denang is one of my favorite stops, and I mean stops. Go any further, and you're in Kong country. And the guys love it here because Denang has such a wonderful location. It's so handy to downtown Hanoi. And I want to tell you, folks, these Marines are really tough. I asked one guy if he'd seen... Yeah, you're tougher than I thought. They're really tough. I asked one guy if he'd seen John Wayne, and he said, John Wayne, who's she? <laughs> and their motto is Semper Fidelis. That means, oh, don't worry about it, Doc. Just nail it back on. guys that never made it up there. Come on down. I don't think they're on our side, are they? Nice lot you bought. The Marines here would go over the hill if it wasn't for one thing. The Marines on the other side of the hill went over the hill to get over here. You can work that out. You're ready for Section 8. But these Marines have a great history. They've landed on more beaches than Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello. Oh, hey. No, I go way back. I go way back with the Marines. Wake Island, Guadalcanal, Iwo Jima. I saw all those pictures. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
That's one kinda, guy, right? Bob Hub was the shit. It's kind of like us. <laughs> Be like, yeah, yeah, man, we're here in the in the thick of it in our studio. Yeah. On the UFO show. UFO. Yeah, yeah. Bob Hope was dope, man. So dope, man. <clears throat> so dope. And uh, <coughs> I wouldn't have known shit about him without my grandparents, you know? Right. I wouldn't know nothing about it. Fucking A. Um I think uh I I think that this this UFO show is going really good. And yeah. we uh we actually have one more one more segment right here. And this is um Arts in the Armed Forces. We're gonna bring to you guys. This is a special thing that we're doing on our USO show exclusively. <laughs> uh we have Adam Driver from AKA motherfucking Kylo Ren. AKA Kylo Ren, and he's not in he's not a bitch in real life. Kylo Ren's just a bitch. I found out. Adam Driver's super fresh. Super. So uh, we have uh, we have him right here, and instead of doing comedy, what they're doing is bringing uh, bringing acting to to USO shows. So you ready to you ready to jump into it? Check it out. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Fist right through the door, man cursing, man going insane, car door slamming, ignition grinding, packer disappearing, sounds disappearing, no sound. Whether or not there's meaning in things, or there's meaning in theater, is debatable, but I'm fairly certain the power of getting people in a room and reminding ourselves of our humanity, and that self-expression is a powerful tool, is important. If you don't mind, I just want to leave one of these here. We're doing a theater performance tonight, 1900 in the chapel, so it's free. It'd be great to have you. I'm a manipulator. I'm a convicted felon. I'm selfish. I'm a predator. I slept with my aunt. <laughs> It began in my third year at Juilliard where I studied acting. I was making the human connection of being in the military through theater. And in doing so, I felt less alone. And we're hoping to show that language is a powerful tool. It's just as valuable as any rifle you carry or any tool you can put in your pack. You look around this group, I mean, there's no career move being made here. They're doing it because they have art. How do we convey that the arts are an important thing? You just get the sense that people want to talk. They want to tell their story. You couldn't ask for a better audience. It's so diverse and grateful. Thank you so much. Hey, no problem, man. Thank you. On behalf of Arts and the Armed Forces, I want to thank everyone very much for coming out tonight. That's dope. Yeah. Fucking, uh, I think it's cool. It's outside of the box. You know what I mean? It's, uh... It's it's something that people want to see. People like seeing theater. You know what I mean? For the most part, some people don't like it, but especially uh, especially theater like that. It was like like comedy, like a dramedy kind of theater. It looked like instead of uh, instead of like yeah. mu musical melodrama kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's all a good idea, right? Like I think. I think the theater, any type of arts, music, any of it, I think it's all a great idea. And I think that it's important for not just like morale of the soldiers that get to take part in it, but just important in general for for everybody involved so they like know that they have things to reach out to when they're done serving or whatever, you know. People like places like this um give some type of hope in like a kind of dreary place and um if you feel like you want to help out you should uh donate at uso.org yeah true and uh you know i think um i think that memorial day more than anything is a good day to be vocal 
for your thanks. You know what I mean? If you know someone that was in the armed forces, hit them up and thank them for their service. You know, it's like just actually saying it, like hearing it as a veteran means a lot. I'm told, you know what I mean? Like hearing it from your friends and from your family. You know, I really appreciate what you did. It's dope. And, you know, I live in a free country because of you. And, you know, I really appreciate it. Just wanted to let you know. I think that's what it's all about. And on Memorial Day at 3 o'clock p.m. is supposed to be a moment of silence for everybody that has passed and um, everyone that has served. But by 3 p.m., everybody's already drunk and barbecuing, so nobody really does it. But uh, we're going to be doing it here at the studio. We're going to hold in our hits for one minute at 3 p.m. And um, we encourage you guys to do it with us. So wherever you are in the world, 3 p.m. local time is one minute of silence for the fallen veterans and the people that gave their lives for uh for 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 four years for four 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 years and um are we all encompassing the world like anybody's veterans of any country um i'm gonna well, say yeah i'm gonna say yeah i think this is uh this is only an yeah. American holiday, correct? Yeah, this is our but, memorial. Yeah, but we will also spread love out to the veterans of other countries, whether you be um, in the UK yeah, and Canada and wherever it is. Yep. You know, everybody's got the armed forces. Everybody knows somebody that yep. has given their time. And, uh, you know, shout out to them too. We love you. And, um, and, yeah, that's it. You got something else you want to add? Nope. Are you sure? You don't want to talk about your $500 shirt? Nope. All right. <laughs> well, um, happy Memorial Day to everybody out there. It's uh, it's Monday, right? Memorial yeah. Day is on Monday? Yeah. So, uh, moment of silence at 3 p.m. Spread some love. Uh, snap your bics. Tag your pics. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Are you going to say the thing? No. No? No, that was it. Oh, all right. Natural Habitat Recordings.